Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I'm Lance Timmerman. Lance, I sound like Lou Reed. I'm sorry. You sound like shit. I've been smoking a lot of <laughs> cigarettes. It's been great. Paul Mall? Swallowed a load of razors. Okay. All right. You thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I could, Andrew had a call last week, and then I came down with it, and uh, it's been great. There it's been go. really great. <clears throat> I have a All hygienist right. at the office who has the Black Plague and has been sick for like, I don't know, six months or something, so uh, that could be involved. Who knows? Hmm. Well, and, but she's been coming to work anyway, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah which perfect. is great. I mean, I, I do appreciate yeah. it. However, I would like for everybody to not be sick at some point. Yeah, that would be uh, it's it's a it's a good goal. I don't think it's a lot to ask for. It's it seems minimal, but you know, who knows? Did a webinar tonight, uh, which Sorry. isn't helping my voice. My voice was doing okay before that, and then after that, I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have to deal with it. Hopefully, by next week, it will be better. It's going to be great on Thursday when I'm speaking for like six hours. So that's going to be awesome. Nice, nice. Turn that mic up loud that day and keep it quiet. Yeah, no kidding. The lapel mic is like right taped to your the side of your mouth. I'm going to put it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I stick it in my ear, will it just go off my thoughts? That'd be great. <laughs> no, it great, actually wouldn't. Actually. Yeah, I don't think that'd be good. That's that very dangerous. <laughs> don't that be good. I uh, spoke last week uh, twice in Charlotte, met two of our, our good friends of the show. One was... Uh, Steve Vorholt was at my lecture on Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, Steve famously came to our live show wearing a T-shirt that said, tough look for my guy, <laughs> yeah, um, which so I cool. love. Uh, and so he just happened to be at the program I was at on Thursday. And then Rich Rosenblatt, a good, nice. good friend of the show, uh-huh. uh, on Friday. So Very cool. Yeah, I got a text. So someone screenshotted the screen, I guess. Did you have a slide with our logo? I did. Yeah, sure did. She sent it to me. I'm like, oh, you must be in Chicago. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what are you doing? Nice. So if we have some new listeners from those Chicago programs, welcome. 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 It's a safe place. Well, no, it's, wait, it's not. Not really. It's a, no, it's a very safe. We say okay. some. We say some real shit here. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so we're gonna. Since my voice uh, is is uh, not in great shape, we're gonna keep it relatively short tonight. But I have a question to lead us off with. So oh. we're gonna jump into our bits and get to the questions. You cool with that, Lance? I am cool. You know this is an advice show. That's what you've told me. <laughs> we answer uh, our listeners' questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer our own questions. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Not really. We don't want a bunch of boring <laughs> questions like... What's the best dental website of all time? Because we all know that DentalHub360.com is the greatest <laughs> dental website ever. <laughs> we want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. 
Question one is for me, Lance. I'd say. Okay. All right. Uh, jumbled in. No, no, no. I need to start with an S. Um, Sacrilegious in San Antonio asks. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a temporary hygienist in today. Uh-huh. <laughs> so is that the right word? Is there another word we should use for um, A um, uh, uh, transitive Cover. princess? Yes. <laughs> Transitive princess. <laughs> Jesus, that's really good. <laughs> Strike one, she's left-handed. Oh, shit. Are you left-handed? I am not. Have you ever worked with anybody that's left-handed? I have. It sucks. It's horrible. <sighs> Shout out to Baron Grutter. <laughs> Is he lefty? <laughs> yeah. I remember I was once watching a spear. Maybe I've told this story here or on on the old show. Uh Um, I was watching a spear video. And Frank Spear said, you know, I do it from this direction because I'm left-handed. And I literally turned the video off and locked out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. I don't need to know anymore. Or you you watch it from a mirror. Just look over your shoulder with a mirror and watch. Lefties are weird. You people are weird. You screw everything up for everybody else. (laughs) The downfall of society. Wasn't that how Rome fell? Yes, from a temporary left-handed hygienist. It's Uh exactly right. (laughs) How how was she clinically? Fine, except... Uh Uh-oh. She dropped my nomad. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you lose your shit? So... I've had the Nomad for nine years since I opened my practice. Oh, really? Okay. It, it has never been dropped once in nine years. All right. And God, How's I, mean, it doing? This, I didn't want to say this. This, all right. No, I can't, that's too mean. This woman walks in and literally on the second patient of the day drops the Nomad. It seems like it's okay. Uh-oh. My question is more hypothetical. Okay. What if it would have been broken? Is that something that I can like go after the temp company for? The placement company? Yeah, yeah I don't Did, think so. Because hmm. the other thing is when I walked in on the first patient, when I walked in to do my hygiene check on the first patient, the sensor was just like sort of haphazardly strewn across the counter like where all the work gets done. Okay. And I asked her, I was like, can you please like move this somewhere else? Because this thing is like really expensive and... We don't just leave them laying out on the countertop like that. Like when we're done with them, we take them out, we unplug uh-huh. them, and we hang them up, right? Like yeah. in, a, in a corner of the office that nothing can happen to it, right? Right. And she has this thing strode across. And so I called Tiana and my assistant. I said, Tiana, can you take care of the sensor? And she knows how kind of sensitive I am about that. I just don't like uh-huh. Right. I don't like that stuff being mistreated. And then, as, as you should. Yeah. And then, because it's me, like I'm the one that pays for it, right? No one else cares, but I'm the one that That's pays right. for it. That's right. That's right. Then, then the next patient, she drops the Nomad. <sighs> so I feel like if something would have happened to the Nomad, I'd go after the temp agency. I'd be like, listen, you guys yeah. are bonded and insured for a reason. Yeah. I'm paying you a surcharge for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that reason is like, if something like this happens, if gross misconduct happens on a piece of my equipment, you're covering it. Right, right. Yeah, I had a uh, reminds. I had a working interview. It was like three years ago, hygienist, and and we. I, I like to have more than a single day. Uh, if I get a good vibe, I, otherwise I don't want to commit more than one day. If you there's, I'm. Anyway, I had a Tuesday and a Wednesday, and uh, everything was going pretty well. A um, couple patients in, suddenly the X-ray sensor, um, the oh. tube. I, mine's not a Nomad. Mine was uh, secured against the 
the the wall, but it suddenly wasn't working. And I'm like, well, how? And it it just she just said it just went. She was touching buttons. I'm like, well, actually, we have it set so you don't touch a button. Just aim and shoot. And uh, but you know, I was trying. I think I handled it nice and and everything, and then finished the day out. And, and at the very end of the day, it was like, yeah, okay, I I thought everything. We all had a good time. And the staff went to lunch. The whole deal. I get a text from her uh, that night um, saying, "Yeah, I'm not going to be there tomorrow. I've decided to to look elsewhere." And I'm like, "Well, wait, are you, you'll be there tomorrow though, right? Because I have a full day." And she wouldn't respond. And I'm like, Ugh. "Seriously, I I got eight people in a row that, did, and I'm." I'm kind of a bare bones kind of guy. I don't have redundancy uh, or overstaffing issues at, in, at all. And so call the temp agency and, you know, it's just right now it's a very slim pickings to, to get anything. So I, we had to cancel a few and do a few and it was just, no. So I pretty sure it was because I think she probably felt guilty. I wasn't blaming her at all, but I think she, she probably knew that she did something wrong and was afraid we'd probably figure it out. Yeah, that she, she did wants something to, wrong. she wants to get the hell out of their ASAP before something yeah. gets linked to her. Right? Yeah. And unfortunately it wasn't through an agency. So I didn't have anybody else to like blame. Ugh. And there's, you know, I've been in the market for it's about $6,000 to get the new, uh, new tube. And then the nomads right around seven, isn't it? I think it's less than that. Okay, I knew I knew that it was yeah. roughly similar prices. I thought it was going to be higher than the other tube, and but the benefit is it can go to any room. So I don't know. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. Okay. I don't have data to back me up. So okay. I usually don't. It's like most times. So far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never had a temp hygienist I like. Maybe one. And I'll put it, let me change it that way. I've yeah. never had a, like a temp hygienist who was just like a one and done or two and done or whatever, like from an agency or whatever. I've never had one of those that I've liked. Now yeah. I have had some people that like we knew and worked for me before or whatever. Like that's right, different. Right, right. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking right. like I call an agency, get a person, they show up. I've never had one that's been like, oh my God, they're amazing. I, it's always been like, yeah, I can tell why you're a temp hygienist because you're, yeah. you're not any good. I think I've had a few. Um but they're absolutely outliers because, yeah, usually it's there's a reason you haven't found a home. Right. You, uh, yeah. Man, it's it's not it's not great. I mean, thankfully, it seems like the nomads okay. It worked for the this happened in the morning. It worked the rest of the day. But mm-hmm. that was just my thought the whole day was would I go after the company? And I absolutely would. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd get anywhere, but I'd at least try to get them to pay for the repair. Sure, sure. Is there any I, type of like diagnostic thing you can do to to make sure there's nothing wrong? I don't think so. I just think it doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> X-rays if come out or not. there's something wrong with it, it just doesn't work. Like that's, I think it's just like a, uh-huh. if there's anything wrong at all, I think it just shuts down. Okay. Because they can't have like a, you know, they can't Suddenly have it just like firing stuff off, right? Shooting out gamma radiation now. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> You're going to turn into awesome. the Incredible Hulk. It'd be great. <laughs> That would be great. So I don't know. I need to look at like my arrangement with them. I need to call them yeah. and like just ask them, hey, hypothetically, yeah. if this were to happen, what would you guys do? Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's like a real yeah. thing that can happen. That That is for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I asked my assistant, where was the Nomad when it fell? Uh-huh. It was on a chair. Huh. You know, I've, I paid a lot of money for countertops, Lance. Right, right. Got the Corian. Yeah, all whatever. Yeah, but it is Star or whatever. Star. I don't know. It's it's some kind uh-huh. of antibacterial bullshit. Okay. Star on or something like that. 
paid a lot of money for that Sounds shit. Sounds great. Sounds Because that's yeah. where the nomad is supposed to go. Uh-huh. On the counter, not on the chair. Uh-huh. The other thing is like, you know, when the room is swung around for a lefty and you're a righty, uh-huh. it's like it, nothing works. Nothing's right. Uh-huh. It's God. I had one. She actually worked for me for about a year left-handed, and I, I kept trying. Initially, I tried to come from that side just so the chair was already swiveled that way and try to do things backwards. And I think it Could lasted, it? I think it lasted like three patients. Wow. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, no, we got to, I got the ADIC one, you put a little lever and it swivels and it's, it's not that hard to do, but it's just annoying to have to. This is going to sound like a little Jim Crow and forgive me. You think? Left-handed hygienist should work for a left-handed dentist. Okay. It would be easier for sure, yeah. Now, I'm not saying they have to drink out of their own water fountains or whatever, but <laughs> if you're a left-handed hygienist, work, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's the, the Jim Crow version of left-handed hygienist. Yeah. Shop at the leftorium and stay with That's your right. own type. Work stay for your a lane. left-handed dentist. <laughs> left-handed, are there left-handed? I'm sure, I'm sure there's left-handed assistants, but I've never heard of that being a problem. No, no. It's only yeah. left-handed clinicians. It's a serious problem. Yeah, I'm surprised they, they graduated dental school just because you would have thought we would have weeded them out so the Seriously. lefties could go where they're supposed to be. Like relief pitchers. That's what you're supposed to do as a left-hander. <laughs> That's you're supposed right. to be a relief pitcher. That's it. Uh-huh. That is it. James Paxton's <laughs> James Paxton, former Mariner, starting uh-huh. pitcher lefty. But yeah. like be a be a pitcher. That's it. That's what you're supposed yeah. to be as a lefty. That's it. That's the only thing. Quarterbacks That's... aren't lefty. There's only one left-handed quarterback in the Hall of Fame. You know who it is? Steve Young. I knew you would know. I knew you because of the BYU thing. I knew you know. Um, yeah, Steve Young, only left-hand quarterback in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Obviously, a bunch of good pitchers. Well, Jim Zorn uh, was really good, too. Was he lefty? He was. Not in the Hall of Fame, though. No. He's in my Hall of Fame. It's <laughs> like Timmerman Spank Bank Hall of Fame. Obscure Seattle Seahawks players uh-huh. from the 80s Hall of Fame. Efren Herrera was the best kicker nice. ever. Nice. Kurt, Kurt Warner, the running back. Uh-huh. Kurt with yeah. a C. You remember that guy? That's right. That's right. Uh, Steve when, Largent doesn't count. He was like a senator or something like that. Like yeah. everybody knows Steve Largent. I'm trying to think of of, uh, of an obscure Seahawks wide receiver besides Steve Largent. It's hard to find. Brian Blades. Ooh, Brian Blades. I think he died of like brain trauma, CTE. Sure. Or was that? No, that was Benny Blades, his brother. Okay. I think, yeah. they, didn't they kill someone and they got off? I, I think it was Benny. Yeah, that was Benny Blades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough luck. Tough look for my guys that played. <laughs> Le- a Manu Ginobili, left-hander. Oh. Uh, left-hand NBA player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's from so, Spain, so that's okay. Argentina. Same thing. Pretty much, yeah. Same <laughs> side of the ocean and everything. <laughs> so if if this were you and something was wrong with the Nomad, would you call the temp agency and like see what you could get, or would you just bend it no, over I, and take it? I would it? fish. I would fish with them. Yeah, saying, yeah for sure. Hey, what's so, um, you know, this kind of, and, and just kind of see where they go. Uh, maybe maybe they, this has happened before, and they 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 have a protocol. Oh, yep, Defcon three have a protocol. This has to be a thing. Yeah, somebody's dropped something. Somebody's broke a sensor. Somebody's uh huh stuck a cavitron up a cat's butthole or something. Like yeah. something's happened. Like, there's Thursday. been a history of stuff that's happened. I guarantee you, it just yeah. has to. Like shit yeah. happens. You know, I always cringe when we have someone like that, even if it's a working interview or a temp. They the, it it never ceases to amaze me the stuff that they think that was 
made sense. Like I had one, like I have the, this drawer for cold sterile and it's got a lid on it. And, and I mean, it's almost impossible to, to splash your eyes, this and that. She had like ripped it from its hinges to try to drain it, to replace it. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And she's like, well, this was ridiculous. And she actually, I only found out about it because she came to complain to me how hard it was to get it out of the hinges. And I'm like, it's supposed to stay there. Well, how do you change? I'm like, well, there's a big old suction tube right here that you suction it all. And then she calmed down a little bit. But then I'm like, yeah, you got to go like right now. Now. Yeah, now. Yeah. But it's lunch. Yeah. Just don't come back. I also had a uh, event today. I had uh, two team members had to go dumpster diving. Oh. Somebody threw away an entire unused syringe of Activa restorative. <sighs> they got big ass syringe of it, like $150. Shouts uh-huh. to my pulp dent folks in uh, Watertown, Mass. Uh, uh-huh. Larry Clark, Christy Bailey shouts, love, love the Activa. Okay. So much so that when someone threw it away, I said, here are your two options. There was a full box on this counter yesterday. It is not uh-huh. here anymore. Someone threw it away. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Option one is you guys can pitch your money together and replace it. Option two, get dirty. Mm-hmm. So they come back and they get dirty. And they find it. They did. Wow. And they're looking at me like they want me to... Reward them? Yes. <laughs> like, shit wouldn't have had to happen had you not yeah. thrown an entire syringe of something away. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're rewarded by you're still employed. Right. That's exactly right. So you're welcome. This was this wasn't like oh I accidentally threw this away. Can you go do this for me? No, no, no. Yeah. You're fixing your own problem. And in fact, yeah. it, the person who threw it away was not the one who had to get in the dumpster. She needs to be kissing your ass, not me. Exactly. There should not be lots me. of ass kissing and pictures. <laughs> what was the? Uh, I mean, you don't want to see this. You don't want to see it. That's what I'm promising. <laughs> okay. It's my HR policy. <laughs> right. Right. Makes sense. What's the most expensive thing someone's thrown away at your office? Handpiece? Case? I think you a wax up, yeah, right? We had a case. It was no, it was the veneers. The we veneers up, themselves. Yeah, well, we ended up because that looks them. like garbage. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ended up finding them. They weren't in the garbage, but we'd already gone through everything, and by the time we found it, so jeez. The, probably, I think someone. I had one person, a, a new hire that didn't. We have the uh, metal three-way syringe tips. Yeah. Um. She came from an office where everything was disposable. So suddenly I had no air water syringe tips. Where'd they all go? I'm like, wait a minute. We had like a hundred. Um, where are they? She goes, well, I think we need to order some. I'm like, we don't order those. And she's just looking at me weird. I'm like, they are metal. We we sterilize them. We autoclave those. Oh, like serious. So all around Whoa. my office, <laughs> there's these stickers that say, do not throw away metal air water syringe tips. Like, just all over plastered because of that bitch. It's a great world we live in, Lance. It really is. <laughs> great world we live in. Question yeah. two, similar to my question, actually. Okay. Don't think about this, but but similar. Billy asks, patients not paying attention, turns and runs into Pano, causing a slit big enough to go to urgent care. Who fits the bill is what it says. I think he means who flips the bill. Who yeah. pays for it? Who pays for it? So that would be Cotton is, Eye Joe that just walked into your damn sensor. So you think it's the patient? <laughs> uh, that's who I want it to be. I'm absolutely. Pretty... <laughs> we absolutely all want it to be that. But uh-huh. let's like pragmatism. I'm pretty sure my liability insurance is supposed to be 100%. doing that one. Yeah. We're, you're screwed in that situation. Yeah, right? you're screwed. I would fight it 
and then ultimately give in because I know uh, I'm going to lose. But I would I would make life. Well, it depends on the patient because I, I like a lot of them. So then I probably wouldn't make them too hard. It might be my excuse to get someone out of the practice. You're too stupid to be a part of my practice. Get out. Leave. You're gone. Yeah. I'm somewhat concerned about the pano too. Like $30,000 yeah. piece of equipment. You just buried your head in it. it yeah. Cracked your head open. Like, did it do anything to the pano? Are we worried about that? No, we're just worried about this dumbass patient's head. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I checked that out too. You know, it, I mean, this is one of those things. It's like, if this happens to somebody you have a good relationship with, uh-huh. it's very easy to get them to like just go to urgent care under the med insurance, right? Right. Yep. That's easy. The problem is, is if it's somebody that like you don't have a great relationship with, there's a new patient, somebody yeah. you don't know, you know, or like, God forbid, it's like the, the kid just running apeshit through the office uh-huh. that mom and dad can't control, right? Like that's the kind of kid that this happens to. Yep. This is a bad news bears, man. It really uh, is. This is not going to go well for anybody. This is a no lose or this is a no win all lose. Everyone says no yeah. win. It's actually an all lose situation. Right, right. Yep. Cuz I guess like a tie could be no win, right? Nobody wins, but nobody loses either. This is okay. an all lose situation. For sure. Yeah. This um it ain't looking good. Do you think there should nope. be a sign on the pano that says like watch out? <laughs> Because uh, I guarantee you in Billy's office right now there is. I guarantee yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, the dumbing down of America has gotten to the point where we kind of have to on every little thing, like razor blades, do not swallow. I mean, no shit. I did that, and it's not good. I'm do- I just did it <laughs> right before the podcast. You can, yeah, you yeah. can hear it. <laughs> the McDonald's coffee thing comes up, right? Yeah. Have you heard the whole story on that one, though? Well, yeah, I was going to say, I, I remember there being more to the story. Yeah. And I don't fully remember what it was. I do remember it was like 170 degrees. Oh, I think it was higher than that. It, it was is, ridiculous. Yeah, that is that is ridiculously hot. The uh, the story, I mean, when I first heard it, I thought, what a stupid America, litigious society, this, that. I guess the McDonald's was notorious and had a reputation for having things too hot. Lots of complaints had already been filed. And then this little lady, uh, it burned, and I saw the pictures of the burns. It just looked bad. That you're like, wait, this was, this wasn't just uh, someone being uh, silly and, and not paying attention. It's, it was, it was a mess. So, so the equivalent of this would be like Billy has seven patients that run into the pano, and he doesn't <laughs> uh-huh. move it or put anything up, and then the eighth patient does it and like really hurts themselves. Right, right. Billy is fucked at that point. Yep. Instead yep. of Billy Puckett, it is Billy Fuckett at that point, yep. right? Like you <laughs> Pretty are much. screwed. Pretty much. I. Is, what do you think Starbucks coffee is temperature wise? It's supposed to be 140. 140. So that I remember that like in complete lab because like we use green stick compound and that was what it oh. melted at. And so it's like, well, that's oh, sure. the temperature most people get their coffee at. So yes, it's very hot, but it's not going. It's not like scaldingly hot. Uh huh. Yeah, I so use a, I when I see my Moses Elite sleep apnea appliance, we heat the water to 170. I have a little ooh. candy thermometer to make sure. Piping hot. Piping yeah. hot. Oh yeah. I Hell's feel yeah. like I feel Star- I feel like Starbucks probably has that dialed in pretty good, right? Because like, if they're good feeling, at anything, it's consistency, right? I have a feeling that yeah, they got it down to a science. So next question, do you think Billy needs to put a sign on his panel if he doesn't have one now? Yeah. I think he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first time it happens, Oops. whatever, like mercy of the gods. That's right. Yeah. Like maybe mm-hmm. you get, maybe it's a pain in the ass patient. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. 
But the second time, if there's any record of that happening once before, you yeah. are screwed. What could yeah. you put on the pano that would make people like want to stay away from it? Big orange cone. I think I picture Michael Jackson's <laughs> face, right? Well, like that way, <laughs> that kids aren't going to go running into it at that point. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, what else could you put on there? Like a picture of a chupacabra? Stay away, caution. No one wants yeah. to go near a chupacabra. That might. That might do. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I think I think you win. <laughs> Michael's the ultimate uh, thwarting of uh, frivolity. Yeah, if you're a pedo practice and you're a picture of Michael Jackson or something, kids are staying away. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the that's definitely like save that for like not like um, you know the sort of don't push this button. What does every kid then want to do? Uh huh. Absolutely push, push the button. The button. Mm-hmm. Unless you put like if you push this button, Michael Jackson will come out and molest you. Then like then no one's yeah. gonna push. That's how you make sure. They'll run away screaming happen. on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin style. Right. <laughs> So Billy, you're screwed probably. Yeah. File it, file it with your insurance. You should have some kind of liability insurance on your office. Tape a sign to the damn panel with Michael Jackson's face on it. Yeah, get one of those uh, those bumpers that you when you're docking your boat and you hang it off the side. Put that next to your panel. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't I can't even imagine. That would be so good. <laughs> it's so good. Or the next time they're in town or they're in and they're supposed to have their pano or something, put it up right in front of them. Okay, we're going to get ready for you. Hold on, hold on. And you put this big bumper right there. All right, we're ready. Come on. Get a batting helmet to give give them next time they come in. Or a football helmet. And a life preserver. Just just, just, just in case. (laughs) Universal precaution plans. That's right. Oh, Billy, your host. You're you're really screwed. Yeah. Have fun with that. Yeah. You ready for a Reddit? I feel I think like we're I cruising tonight. We're 25 minutes in. Yeah. Reddit user G, uh, JJ Glow asks, Destist stabbing my gums? That's exactly what it says. <laughs> Destist stabbing my gums. I'm just reading it as it says. <laughs> so okay. I went in for a cleaning a couple of days ago. She did my bottom teeth first. No issues, no pain, no bleeding. She then goes to clean my top teeth and pain begins. I don't know if she doesn't notice, but she is stabbing capital letters, my gum as I close my eyes in pain as she's doing it. She would do one tooth, stab my gum, and it would bleed, and then move to the next one and repeat. Afterwards, she has the audacity to say she doesn't know why there was so much bleeding, and she prescribes me a mouthwash and tells me to use it for 10 days. My question is, do I really need the mouthwash, or was the bleeding caused by her stabbing me repeatedly in the gums? I hate patients. I really do too. I really do. So part of this is a is a failure on the hygienist part to explain what was happening and why and all that kind of stuff. Sounds to me she was being perioprobed and uh, they, she hated it. Well, you. you but did just, they not probe the bottom? Uh, didn't it say they did the bottom? It was fine. It's kind of like that. Maybe she had you know localized perio. The bottom was fine, and so she didn't right. bleed, and and she was able to go in and, and probe them all. Of course, what, wouldn't the person, if they were kind of bitching and moaning about a perioprobe, they would have mentioned that they were called out the twos and the threes and the. Yeah, and where do so, you start when you probe? Just out of curiosity. I always start at number two. I just go clockwise. Okay. What burner do you use on your stove? That front one. Bottom right, right? Yeah. Everyone starts. Everyone uses the same burner on their stove, mm-hmm. and everyone starts at the same tooth. Yeah. This distal buckle of two, and go across, yeah. right? Yeah. 
So I don't. There's no way they started. I mean, they may have cleaned the bottom, but if they were probing, they were starting on two. True. So maybe they just stopped probing after the upper, and never got to the bottom because the guy was bitching and moaning so much. That could be. Do you think it was just the scaler? And that there was. Such I don't a think they would calculus. describe it. I don't think they would describe it as stabbing though, because it's they would they would say scraping. It's true. I don't know. That, that's just more proof that the perception of a patient is is always ne- never trust a patient and their yeah, history. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Like the words that patients use. Yeah, exactly. Stabbing is one. Yeah. The pain begins. I don't know if she doesn't notice, but she is stabbing my gum as I close my eyes in pain. So dramatic, Lance. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, why don't you pick up a toothbrush? Maybe you wouldn't bleed so damn much. She would do one tooth, stab my gum, and I would bleed, and then move to the next one and repeat. Huh. Yeah. So maybe just a bunch of, maybe mouth breather. Could be. A bunch of plaque on the maxillary, which is a bunch of inflammation. Either way, the guy needs the mouthwash, right? That's kind yeah, of what absolutely. he's asking. Follow the directions. You, you got so, the Yeah. So, JJ Glow, you need the mouthwash. The question is, is what's going on on the top that's different than the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. It's usually not upper and not lower. It's kind of general. I, I just wonder how many of my patients leave my office and think the same kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Because we all, we, we all hear this and we all immediately think like, oh, well, but my hygienist is good. Right, right. This wouldn't happen. But it has yeah. to happen. They have to go home thinking they got mauled or something, right? Yeah, yeah. They they never listen. They never remember. I go in and describe periodontal disease and why it's a bacterial infection. And, and they still up front when they're being set up for the next next visit don't understand why. Wait, I just went over that with you. What what were, What did you miss? Yeah couple of responses. Mook's DMD, who we've okay. heard from before. Oh, yeah? She's probably doing periodontal probing, which is a good thing to do, and it shouldn't hurt her bleeding unless your gums are unhealthy. For most people, it is fairly painless, and there's no bleeding. I would follow her recommendations. JJ Glow responded, I've had that done before, but I'm not sure if that was the case this time. She was stabbing me while she was cleaning my teeth. She wasn't using a periodontal probe. Maybe one of those pigtails, mm-hmm. like pigtail explorers, to see if she got all the tartar. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. You scale, you scale, then you go with an exploratory stroke to figure out an ODU 1112. I don't know. Gov Schnitzel says, <laughs> who who's, has a tag as general dentist, my concern is this person seems to have had no idea what was happening. When I probe, I always tell my patient what's going, what's, what I'm doing and why, uh-huh. especially because it's at least a little painful even for people with healthy gums. It is our responsibility to keep our patients informed. That's what you said, Lance. Yeah. Everybody says probing, but this person says no. Yeah, if they are able to say recognize that it was it's probing, I've had it before. This wasn't probing. I think we have to throw that one out. Yeah, I think it was a pigtail. I really do. Yeah. The question is: Is why so much more subgingival tartar on the maxillary than the mandibular? And then, like, if that's the case, if there was if there was subg tartar, I wouldn't say. Let's see, the quote is, afterwards she had the audacity to say she doesn't know why there was so much bleeding. Right. When yeah, I have a bunch of subject tartar, I know exactly why there's so much bleeding, I would never say that. Exactly. I would say you had a bunch of bleeding because you had a shit ton of tartar underneath your gums. Yeah. 
You and if you're totally healthy man. and you were bleeding, I would s- still say, yeah, you you have a lot of disease there. It was, certainly wasn't me. Right. You have a lot of inflammation. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe somebody just in a rush, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I just in a rush. Let's check out JJ Glow. Okay. Um, some stuff in racing, investing, legal advice, personal finance. Hmm. How about this? What are the best sedans at around $13,000? Well, all right. Uh, some of the recommendations were a Hyundai Avalon, a Hyundai Elantra, Mazda hmm. 3, Camry, right. used Camry, obviously. I was going to say, a Camry is going to start higher than that. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, how about this? Dealership failed to repair recall. I own a 2011 Ford Mustang GT, which has the Takata passenger airbag inflator recall. The airbag must be replaced due to the danger of the inflator exploding upon impact and sending plastic pieces <laughs> into the car and passengers. I received that doesn't sound good. It does not sound great. It's a no. tough look for, for my airbag. <laughs> mm-hmm. I received the letter from Ford notifying me that a fix was now available. I would hope so. I'd uh-huh. hope that uh, there's a fix for that one. Thank God. And told me to contact my dealership. I called my local Ford dealership to schedule an appointment. The dealership scheduled my appointment mm-hmm. March 17th, 7 a.m., which is about two weeks later. March 17th rolls around. I wake up at 6 a.m. Get ready. There's a lot of detail here I don't feel like we need. I don't, right. I don't need to know your morning routine. <laughs> yeah. Drive to the dealership. I'm assuming you did that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm assuming you did not have your car towed. Fill out some paperwork, hand them my keys, and ask if their shuttle could take me and the girlfriend to a local breakfast spot. That's for an hour and a half. I get a text from the service guy telling me they have ran out of airbags. <laughs> ask him if he can send the shuttle to pick me up again back at the dealership. Ask him what happened. And a lot of detail here. I don't need yeah. all the back and forth. Wow. Ask him what happened since they knew I was coming in for two weeks in advance. Now that I have an airbag set aside for my vehicle, I got some BS excuse. They don't know how many they're going to need since they don't check their appointments. As the cars are coming in, I said, okay, what's next? He said he would put in an order for an airbag for my vehicle and he would contact me to make another appointment. Still no word. Just wanted to share my story here to get some URI's opinions on the matter. What happens if I'm involved in an accident, the airplane's deploy, and my passenger suffers injuries due to the faulty airbag? Then just like Billy, if somebody runs into that pano for the fifth uh-huh. time, you they are hosed. They yeah. are done. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's man, there's a lot of exposition there. Yeah, that sounds like more of a Yelp review. It does. <laughs> and that's where that really belongs, except without yeah. the nine hundred steps of like, oh, can I go to breakfast? Like, I don't need the breakfast. I don't yeah. need to know what time you got up. Do they have eggs? I know that you drove. Yeah. What did you get eggs Benedict's? <laughs> like what was it a waffle or pancake? What about a toast? Do you like English muffins? Savory breakfast, sweet <laughs> breakfast, which one? Um, or did your girlfriend get the sweet and you got the savory and then you split halfway? Can it be both? Yeah. Um, I don't need to know that you've got to ride back to the deal. Like I'm assuming like these are all things you can leave out. This is a, this is 700 uh, words that could be 150. This is why we need editors. Yes. At Reddit needs editors. Redditors. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> there you go. I think that's what they call Reddit users is Reddit. I think they do. I can't really use I that, know. but still that Reddit out. editors. Um, oh God. Somebody responded to this. I work for them. I'm assuming either Ford or the airbag company. Okay. And it wouldn't be plastic shrapnel. It would be steel propelled by explosives and compressed gas. <laughs> Depending on your location, your risk for malfunction will depend. Moist, warm places have a high failure rate. That is frankly terrifying. A little bit. 
Holy moly. That's the last thing I want to think about is, am I going to get like uh, impaled like the Unabomber victim style? Like Like a pipe bomb? Did someone put a pipe bomb in my steering wheel? You're in Arizona, so it wouldn't just be the shrapnel. We have scorpions in there too. (laughs) (laughs) Adam Carolla has a bit where he says that like every 100th airbag Uh needs to be filled with moose semen. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just to keep you on your toes, to make you drive a little bit safer. It's got to be moose. Know, not, not a yak, but it's got to be moose. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I mean, it can't be like m- male. It can't be like human. And you need <laughs> you need an animal that's going to give a large volume of it because you got to fill okay. an airbag with it, right? I'm going to suck blue whale. But yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> that all works too. The point is, is that you need to like not, you need to have, just have that in the back of your mind where you're driving. So you're like, oh, I need to text uh, Lance about this funny joke. And then like, wait, I'm going to wait till I get home because I don't want, you know, the moose semen thing. You know, right, want right. to take that risk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd rather have, I, I have to admit, Lance, uh-huh. you'd rather have metal shrapnel or moose semen in your airbag. Which one? If you had to pick. I think I'm going for the shrapnel. Really? Hell yeah. I don't want that it, moose spooge all over me. <laughs> moose spooge isn't going to kill you. It might. I'm not going to take that chance. <laughs> You'll deal with the shrapnel. Huh? I will. I will. <laughs> Jeez. I'm going to come back with an eye patch. I'm going to know what happened. <laughs> I'll go on record as saying I'll take the moose semen every day of the week. Again? Yeah, Wait, always again. I mean, <laughs> always. Oh, Lance. Well, I think that's going to about do it today. Okay. All right. Um, last time I did a song. You did? I did a song I hated. Uh huh. Well, oh, that's right. I was supposed to do one I hated. No, you don't have to. I'm just saying I okay. broke I broke ranks and did. Yeah, you did a song I hate. I gotta say I I agree with you. That's awful piece of shit song. Jesus, Hozier, uh-huh. you're terrible. That song was bad. No one likes that uh-huh. song. Rough, tough look yeah. for. He's not even my guy, Hozier. Tough look for Hozier. Yeah, that's tough right. Tough look. Well, share this with your friends. I'm sure you have some demented friends out there who would like to take the uh, moose semen or shrapnel challenge. Um, <laughs> It's the newest thing spreading through the internet. I think it's a Japanese game show, isn't That'd it? That'd be a, I'd watch that. I did is that on the game show network. I would absolutely. It better watch be. That. I'd hit that hard. Um, rate and review. Uh, where would you like them to rate and review us, Lance? I'll take it anywhere. <laughs> so unless it's moose semen, and then you, you don't want you don't want no part of it. Give me the shrapnel. Um, (laughs) iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, flicking through, flick five stars. We, we love the number five. We hope we earned your five stars today. Um, I don't know if we did, uh, but (laughs) humorous and hit five. Anyway, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits, working interferences, uh, with Josh and Lance on Facebook, Instagram at winterferences, Twitter at winterferences, I can be found on Instagram at Josh Watson DDS. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. Find us and smash that follow button. Lance, you got a song for us. I do. I suddenly just felt a little nostalgic on the way home tonight. And uh, this is a song from a group I mentioned uh, way in the early days of the podcast, uh, The Beautiful South. And so off of their 1996 album, the first song, was uh, off uh, Blue is the Color is the name of the album but the song was Don't Marry Her Fuck Me oh okay so there we go seems like a reasonable request (laughs) 
So let me let yeah. me search this. Oh, okay. I think that was the first a- album that Jacqueline Abbott was added to the band. Yeah, there we go. So it's real. Yeah. The, what comes up on YouTube is "Don't Marry Her, Have Me." And the name of the well, song is "Don't Marry friendly. Her." The song is "Don't Marry Her," but when you're singing along, <laughs> I got it. I, I hear you. So I yeah. hear you. Cool. So where? Let's see. Where are they from? Where do you, where do you think? Well, they're they're another jangle <laughs> pop. It says. A little bit. They're they're from Hull, England. I, we actually flew out uh, two years ago to to Hull to watch them. Uh, they reunited. Famous hockey so, player uh, from there, Brett Hull. <laughs> Kingston upon Hull was their official name at nice. the time. They everybody calls it Hull. It's uh, in the North Yorkshire part of uh, England. Well, you heard it from Lance. Don't marry her. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> For Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin.
sunshine's down on San Francisco Bay And you realize you can't make it anyway You have to watch the car 